Welcome to Freedom Friday. Mark Danolo here, Art School MBA and CEO of Sales Globe. And it's that day of the week we take a fresh look at creative, data-driven problem solving. And we've been talking a lot about ROSI, Return on Sales Investment, and now we're looking at some levers to increase your ROSI. And I want to talk about pipeline, more specifically, pumping up your pipeline. So I'm going to give you some invigorating exercises to pump up your pipeline and pump up your ROSI. And I want to take a look at a few pieces within pipeline, actually four pieces. One is volume, how much we have in the pipeline. The workload is the second one, which is what we need to do to make the deals happen. We've got conversion rates, which are converting opportunities from stage to stage and finally to, to win, to close. And then we've got the amount of time it takes to do all these things. So I want to talk about each one of these and some things that we should be looking at and things we should be considering. So volume, that's the amount you have in the pipeline at each stage that's ultimately, you hope, going to convert into a sale. The, the amount really means the number of revenue dollars or it could be the number of deals or whatever metric, usually a financial metric, that's important to you, important to your business. And this is where we hear those rules of thumb, those classic rules of thumb about having three times your goal in the pipeline at any given time, which when I hear something like that, it brings up some questions. Like, how many people have you seen with three times their goal in the pipeline? I mean, I've worked with hundreds of sales organizations and, and that's a rarity. I haven't seen it very often. I think that Maybe that ratio was developed by sales trainers to make us all feel inadequate and create a large market with an unmet need. Maybe that was it. Number two, is 3x the right number for you? I mean, that's just something that's thrown around. It may not even be meaningful for your business. So your conversion rates from pipeline to sale may be different than whoever came up with that original 3x. Third, is that amount in your total pipeline at certain stages, or is it the whole pipeline, or is it what's ready to convert? So we need to be specific about that as well. And then what about age? We don't talk a lot about that when we talk about 3X. We can have 3X in the pipeline, but maybe that hasn't moved for some time. We might be feeling full with our pipeline, but the pipeline's actually constipated because nothing's moving along. So ultimately, the right volume and the ratio to goal, meaning that 3X or 4X or 2X, whatever that number is, those numbers in your pipeline are going to depend on some additional factors like your workload and your conversion rates and a few other things we're going to talk about. It's going to be the right number for your business, though, and for the roles that you have and the markets that they're covering. So that ratio may actually be different for different parts of your business. So let's talk about workload, conversion, and time. So when I say workload, I'm referring to the effort and hours that it takes to close a deal whether it's winning a new customer or maybe it's expanding a current customer, but whatever it takes in terms of the time to manage and close that deal. In sales capacity language, workload is made up of the number of hours it takes for the average deal in the pipeline to move through each step of the sales process, the number of deals in the pipeline at each stage that require those hours, the conversion rates at each stage of the pipeline that move opportunities from one step to the next, and you put all that together, and it's going to give you the average time or the workload that it takes for a deal to move from the top of the pipeline to close. But it's not the time it takes to close one deal. This really includes the time that you're going to spend on all the other deals that the rep had to carry through the pipeline that didn't close. So you can see it highlights the critical importance of effective pipeline management. So let's take an example. 
You can take a sample of sales events, which are opportunities that hit any stage of the sales pipeline from qualification to close, and that's going to give you a lot of good data to understand and, and manage the pipeline. So I want to take four basic stages. First, qualifying suspects. Second, engaging and problem solving for those qualified suspects. Third, creating proposals. And then fourth, closing the sales, hopefully winning those sales. And so we might have some numbers on average that look like what I'm going to share with you. And I originally calculated this on a broad sample of sales, and then I worked it back up the pipeline from one closed deal to show you what the numbers look like to win just one deal. So these are all bottom up from closing one deal. So let's take qualifying suspects. Of the 12 opportunities in the qualification step that resulted in one deal, each one took about an hour and a half to qualify, which gave us a total of 18 hours. So that's 12 opportunities, an hour and a half each, a total of 18 hours. So there's one chunk of workload right there. On the next step, engaging and problem solving for those qualified suspects, about half of those 12 opportunities, or call it six, move to this stage where we start to engage with them in terms of the problem solving. So you've got six of those accounts, and a rep takes typically about four hours to do that step for each of those accounts. That's about 24 hours. Six times four is 24. So you've got another chunk of workload there. The next step, creating proposals. So of those six qualified prospects, about 50% of those, or three, move to this step of creating a proposal. And a rep spent an average of 4.75 hours creating a proposal for each of those, which totaled about 14.25 hours. So there's another chunk of workload. So let's go to the final step of closing the sale. So of those proposals we had, the three proposals, about a third of those, or one, are going to make it to the end. And the rep spends an average of seven hours closing the sale. So there's another chunk of workload there. So it all equates to one closed sale at the end. So when you add it all up, the total workload or all the time or all the hours spent by a rep in doing all this, in this case, totals up to about 63 hours. So that's the amount of time that the rep spent closing not just one deal, but carrying all those prospects through the entire process. So how can we improve our pipeline management in our ROSI looking at workload? Well, if we can decrease that workload to win that one new sale or to manage a current customer account, we can increase our sales capacity because reps can close more new deals or they can manage more accounts with the time they have. The key is to improve your pipeline management and the health of your pipeline. And some of this is process and some of it is psychology. So let's talk about the psychology. Thinking about pumping up the pipeline, I think back on a movie from the late 70s. And this is a landmark film at the time, and it launched the acting careers of people like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who became the Terminator, Lou Ferrigno, who became the Incredible Hulk, and lots of others. And, and the movie was called Pumping Iron. In that movie, in the bodybuilding culture and the approach of the day, what the bodybuilders would do is they engage in this practice called bulking up. And so what they would do is, before a contest, they would get huge, and they would pack on the body fat, and they would pack on the muscle, and they would become as big as a house. And then a few weeks before the contest, they would start cutting and shredding. So they'd go on extreme diets, and they'd lose all the fat, and they'd look incredible. And their muscle definition was at its peak. And then they would go in, and they would win the contest. Well, in that era, mostly it was Arnold, seven times Mr. Olympia, and Frank Zane three times, and Sergio Olivier three times, and Franco Colombo two times, so a lot of the same people won it, but that's what, that was the process they did. So they'd get huge, and then they would shred. So this is what a lot of salespeople do with their pipelines. They bulk up on their pipelines, and they get huge pipelines. They're as big as a house, 
but they never trim out and make that pipeline lean and healthy. And it's because having a huge pipeline makes you feel comfortable. You feel like you have a lot going on, but you really can't see the muscle in your pipeline because it's so loaded with fat. And you spend a lot of effort and workload and time hauling all those, that hugeness around and managing all those opportunities, even though you know a lot of those opportunities are junk. They're ghosts. They're not going to close. And a lot of salespeople will bulk up in their pipelines. They don't trim them out, and they don't make them lean and healthy. So they end up managing all this, but they're not getting the results they need. So being honest with yourself about your pipeline is the first big psychological step. You have to get comfortable coming down a few sizes, but you'll actually be healthier, and you'll look better, and you'll get better results in your pipeline. So reducing the fat in your pipeline will actually reduce your self-deception and decrease your workload from following up on those ghost deals. So then you can take your time and your workload, and you can reallocate it to live, healthier deals. So let's pause right here, and we'll pick up next time on Pumping Pipeline. And in the meantime, use these ideas in your free to Friday and every day.